man time, man. At this time, we got my damn shades. Drip got the damn shit. Drip got the drip. God damn it. <laughs> hey man, as y'all see, man, we got some of our some of our youth with us. Well, I, I can't call y'all youth. Wow. What the definition of youth? What the fuck? What? Full of life. Full of energy. You saw that because that shit sure like a calf, like a cow. Like you saw that daddy just looked at me like, nigga, youth. Alright, so, so we, we got some we got some people with us. We got we got our people with us today. We got our people with us today, man. We got I'm, I'm gonna let y'all introduce yourself starting with. What up? I'm Day Day. Yeah, I'm Day Day. Yeah. Yeah. She 20, hold up. Hold up. They always say I'm Bayday and I'm 20. She let you know quick and we're authority. Man, I'm Bayday and I'm 20. Alright. This is the old Bayday. Who's that? CB? Yeah, and I say I'm CB. You <laughs> gotta take CB phone, man. You gotta, gotta take his phone, phone man. Alright, <laughs> got something next. Uh, man, I'm big drip. We're gonna start that off with that. Yeah. yeah, man, big drip. You heard him? Let him know. You heard him? Let him know, let him know. Hey, man, so um, overall, Again, welcome to another week of man time. We we got some of our peoples out with us. We brought them in on the show. Yeah, we're gonna the let them come in today. The puppies. We're gonna, we gonna talk a little shit That's for them. We're gonna talk what? a little shit for them. You see how feisty they are, right? You see how they ready to go. You younger than me. This, that, yo, that's what you mean. You got a lot. I say that because you guys got a lot of. You ever seen pit bull puppies? A litter of them. Yeah, they go. They, 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 they teach each other how to live because, you see, they bite each other, mm -hmm. and that's what that's what y'all need to do in order to go to their next level. It teaches mm -hmm. you discipline. You ever seen a puppy that's been taken away from their litter too early? Yeah. You know what happened to it? That joke be crazy. Because <laughs> because it, it ain't never been, it ain't never had no no other. Another sibling and it's like, yo, relax. Yeah. Nobody never bit that jump. So that jump be wow. So I say pups because that's what y'all do to each other. That's because y'all still got a whole nother life ahead. Y'all got a whole nother life. Like, how old are you? Sixteen. Sixteen. This nigga looking at me, he look like he motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> like I wasn't looking like that at sixteen. But that's what I'm saying because yeah. they, because they <laughs> been they been they been moving. They grown. They growing yeah. at a rapid pace. pace. The things that they the things they the the things they saying. You know, supposed to be saying them things into you. Know. Some people never. Yeah, some, some people, people die never supposed to see and it. go to their grave and they never see it. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's another fact. Not even saying that's supposed to you. Shit, really, you're not supposed to see that shit unless it's in the movies. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? That's the only. You're not even supposed to see that. Period. If we talking about, you know, the 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 underworld of life, yeah. We not here for that. 
if y if if we if we want to do that, then we just might as well just say, let's die. Well, you know the train wreck is the entertainment yeah, part, though. No, but but that's what you want. But that, no, listen. Everybody want to see the train wreck, though. Everybody want to see the train wreck. But listen, what you live, what you what you want to live for, Dre? Real talk. What, what, when you ask me, do you mean like when I want? When you ask me, what I want to live. Whatever, for? whatever your interpretation of what do you want to live for? What 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 are you? What do you want to live for? Like, what you known for my purpose. Yes. Uh, man, that's a good question. But I live for, I live my family, like my younger ones. Want to be able to take care of them you know, like, Okay, that's 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 a good that's a good situation you just said. But how you know what you know what being a man is? Man, man. What's the definition of being a man? Because you're a young man now. Because you because you've seen things that transitions you from a boy, you understand what I'm telling you. You 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 seen things that transitioned you from a boy. Now you're a young man. You're still young, but you got a man mentality. So, what I'm asking you is, what is your definition of being a man? And even when you say that, based off of what you've seen so far to shape you in, into what you think a man is? Like, what do you, pretty much what you say, like, what, do you, what is a man? Uh, so, what I think a man is, you know, I think a man is out here, someone that has like a, a purpose of uh, like, priorities. Mm -hmm. That's a strong word. Yeah. That's a strong word. That's number one. Pro so what are your priorities? Now my priority right now, you know, go to school. Mm -hmm. Uh make sure um make sure my younger ones good and uh you know homework like that. Okay, so now, so this is what I'm telling you. That's a that's a that's a young man's word. Right? You in right now. If you want to be here, right, to get the manhood, a yeah. man creates his own future. You understand that? That's why I call myself a man, because I created my own future. That's him. Yeah. I create I'm creating something for him. I've created my future. I've created I'm making sure he's gonna be good in the next life. I'm taking care of my pup. That's how we keep this thing rolling. That's manhood. I create. I, I created an ideology in him to be a good dude. He don't gotta be no gangster. This be a good dude. This be a, a good guy. That's an ideology. He gonna pass that on to his, and hopefully it is shine to other people. So they're. Just like I'm doing to y'all, I hope I, I hope that the way I talk to y'all, way the way I love y'all, I hope that it will it would it would it, you will take something and give it to somebody else. That's what men do. We pull into one another. We protect. That's why this is. That's why I called y'all pups because this I'm a wolf. This is a pack. This is we eat, we share, we hunt, kill all of that shit together.
we 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 shed. That's why it's called that. That's why y'all are pups. Now y'all are in the y'all I'm ready to put work in. Do you understand that? If your phone ring and y'all on the other line and it's a problem, it's gonna be a problem. And that's how you understand that, right? You understand? Okay. That's how, that's how a wolf, like when you even when you take the point of like a wolf and something like a coyote, different between the two, right? Coyote's just out, just running wild. You know what I'm saying? But like you said, when you have a wolf, you have some pups that are watched over by a pack and then. But coyotes just everywhere. Wherever it's, it's jumping off at, wherever it's trouble at, wherever they can just get into it in the pack, they get into it and they move on. And they just leave carnage. They leave whatever is left there. But when you have a pack, a wolf pack, they be in that area and they hold it down for a period of time, a long period of time. It ain't no we here and then we see something going on over We over there. And so that's kind of like what we kind of have to get back into. Like we, it's called territory. Territory. When we when we were growing up, that's how it was. Like we had, you had whether it was in the streets or whether you wasn't in the street, you had that one person that, or you had that group of people in the streets. You had a, a conglomerate that you were with. Outside the streets, you had what you called a village. And so it was always that way. And it's kind of like you kind of on the village side. It's definitely going now. We don't even want to holler at each other on the metro if we it's see somebody acting out in the streets. Shit, I mean, where is it in that? There is no, is every man for himself, which is the sad part, because anytime we've always seen every man for himself, all the money's going down the track. A lot of money is going down the track. A whole lot. And on the village side, a lot of money's going down the drain too. When we're saying we, we got we're killing kids, um, we got kids being locked up, so now we having to pay lawyers, we having to pay, you know, probation and stuff like that. A lot of that, that time, that money could be going into your pocket to be doing something that you want to do or something that you're good at. Let me ask y'all a question. We in D.C., y'all live in D.C., y'all growing up here, y'all live here, right? Y'all all raised here, right? So let me ask y'all, do y'all feel like, number one, do y'all feel like y'all city is investing in y'all? Like the youth, like young black youth, do y'all feel like D.C. invest in y'all? Day day, she's 20. <laughs> 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 that ain't gonna pop off like you on camera. Go, all right, go. All right. And then we ain't got security, you can't do that. <laughs> but now, nah, do y'all think DC, the city, investing y'all like as youth? To a certain extent. Okay. Fellas, what y'all think? I agree with her. To a certain extent. If you ask me, I think no. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> right, That's so from Big Drip. <laughs> I want you to explain. I want both, all three guys explain that, but let me ask y'all one more quick, one more question. Do you think the city is trying to keep y'all safe? No. Yeah, not fast as Oh no. That's a good question. Yeah. Mm. What it is. And how can y'all feel that way? Like, what do y'all see that tell y'all otherwise? Yeah. They can hide, man. People just gonna walk past. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, me, why I say they don't? Because uh, I actually, like, been through stuff. Like, I've, I've been outside. I've been, I've been with my homeboy. Probably got stabbed in front of my eyes. And then everybody around, they just looking. Like, they just, like, they watching a movie or something. Like, they ain't know what the hell to do. So I, I'm taking him to the train station and stuff like that. I don't feel like they don't, I, don't, I feel like they don't care about us enough. 
if they do. Mm. I think they got used to it, for real. They've been having it so much, you know. Mm. It's just like mm. everyday thing. Did y'all get used to it too, though, right? Yeah. Y'all, no, like, you, you, that's what I'm saying, like, yo, like, people be like, yo, you, you know, like, like, you don't, they don't want you to hop on what's going on. Like, I keep, you know, you keep talking about it, but you have to. Like, you you have to keep talking. You will let a nigga that, that been in the wolf talk about that shit. Mm -hmm. You will send that nigga to count, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I got to talk about it because, bro, like, that's why we be steaming like we do. Because it's hectic. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, that... Yo, like, come on. That man said he just, he had, his man got stabbed. He had to curry that man. That's trauma. Yeah. I mean, just like you said the other day, they caught over on your side of town, you called the, the ambulance and they send you the hole. They send you the hole, bro. So just imagine, just, just hearing that and when you think about when you hear like the deaths in Southeast and you hear a lot of times they died on the way to the hospital, they died on the way to the how many people could you actually? You might can cut the you might can cut bro. the murder the homicide rate in half just based off of that. Bro, movie. my man got killed over the farms, man, back in like '96. My man Twan, he got shot in the leg, right? Didn't mm -hmm. the you know, the ambulance young? We was waiting out there for like 25 minutes. Yeah, a leg. You know about it? He died. Yeah. I was like, yeah, like, you don't even like, you. we just know nigga gonna make it. He hit, get hit in the leg. Yeah, he hit the leg. You know, nigga passing. Yeah, and that, that's the sad, like I said, when you said that the other day, I was like, well, damn, when you think, when you talking about that part, it's like you, you probably can cut the shit in half. Bro, that's what I'm saying. That's why these youngers. Yeah, because y'all, y'all important, and that's why I asked y'all that because, like, you know, a lot of people, different people, listen to this or gonna see this, and there's no like. I remember when I was young, no one listened. Like, how y'all feel? Like, everybody know y'all. Nobody paid attention to this. So you 16. When I was 16, which was what, like 13, 10, 13 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was the same thing. And I think with y'all voice things and y'all talk and y'all allow people allow to y'all side of the story. Because out, out there in the other world, they pushing a different narrative. They saying, DC is a safer place. Like, because when we was growing up, we was getting about 200, 250 murders a year. You know what I'm saying? Now, it's like, one, to me, it seems safer, but it's still very bad. It's still not safe. You know what I'm saying? Y'all still not safe. The difference is, Jake, when we was coming up, it was a lot of murders, but that, it was, it was, I don't want to say it was for something, but it was a different. It was hard to get your hands on it. Yeah, like it was different. So these youngers hitting for nothing. Yeah, like that's the part that makes it sad. It, it was never really a like when we was coming up. It wasn't no gun culture, and like we was talking about in the music. Like it wasn't really gun. Like no. that shit ain't start coming until like honestly like the West Coast shit like really started. Gangster rap came. Nah, you can't even say it's the West Coast. Cause you gotta think when you talking NWA, like they weren't talking gunplay. They really wasn't. Yeah, they weren't they talking wasn't. gunplay. Not like, really. A yeah. gunplay didn't come around. That's a that's some two thousand shit. Anyway. Yeah. Uh huh. Like I see we got like yeah, that's yeah. some two thousand shit. Cause I tell you like like I mean when you say two thousand yeah, 
NWA was talking about fucking you up. No, nah, it was. It, I think it started like after like going over some hand shit. Like, like after was they were talking about the only thing they were talking about police brutality and man stuff like that. They were talking about yeah, and they were talking about. Gangsta shit. They brung in to fuck the bitch. Yeah, they brought in all that. But when you talk about, talking about that's the regular right. person outside of like a gang member. We got lady on set. With the shit she hanging now is not even. Nah, I'm fucking with y'all. Nothing. I'm trying to think when did the gunplay really I'm telling you, start in the late 2006 oh, you know, 7. Turn it, turn now, I'm telling up. you, that shit got turned 2006 and 7 when trap, that trap shit turned nah, into all that gun shit. 50 turned it up. 50 turn that gun. Yeah, but that's 2000. Yeah, that's like 2004. That's like 2004. 06, 07. That's when everybody was when like. When Chief Keith came in. That's like 2010. When when yeah, Chief came in. But before before Chief came in, it was before Chief it was like when when the nigga could sit in his living that nigga young nigga was in his living in his mother's living room and made that shit. Yeah. And came and and became a millionaire. It was over, and them, yeah. and they was really putting in work in mm -hmm. in Chicago. So that's what dog. He, he came, came back. I ain't gonna say too much about it, but he came down here on some bullshit. Like he did. did music video that's how Shaq Lizzie got Niggas did a music video and everything. I was like, damn. I that's thought that how, was from DC. That's how Shorty. That's how Shorty got on. That's how Shorty got on because he. He was, yeah, yeah he, he got into it with him and Fat Trail got into it over that. Yeah, and so, they came to the video with Trail and I was like, I thought them niggas was from here. No. Because they was down here, like, I was like, damn, them niggas, I thought they was from here. Next thing you know, these niggas, like you said, he in Chicago. Bus got shot up, though. Huh? Bus, his tour bus got shot up. I mean, he yeah. coming into, I mean, he coming into somewhere where we go down to, so, yeah. I mean. Respect where you at. <laughs> I mean, that's it. That's where you come down to. Respect where you at, man. You know what I'm saying? But when Shorty came in, that gunplay guy. Yeah, so that mean like gunplay really only been around in music when you start. I mean, like what, ten years. That's a ruin. Low key, that shit is. That shit is. That shit is. That shit is killing y'all, bro. Real talk. Uh -huh. That shit is. That they put that in there, that's the bomb right there. Because I'm playing drug play. music talk to your spirit, bro. Music work with the beat. What, what happens is y'all say, Oh, I like the beat. I like the beat. But, but no, see, so she on the whole So she hit us with the she had her breath said like, oh y'all want us to listen to the Vandross. No, I didn't say that. No. I, I, I no. said y'all got to. That's why I said. Before I live. Because they might have like, when you listen to things like Tay Frizz, when you listen to like TRU, right? Like that to us, like that was gangster rap, but they wasn't really talking about no gunplay, gunplay like that. Like, I mean, we talked about the dope game, but we was really talking about getting money. We was we talking, talking about, about getting that's money. That's what it was. We was talking you know, about it. We we was getting, we was talking about hustling. Yeah, like we wasn't trying, like, cause we was trying to hustle so much, we wasn't trying to kill nobody. We wasn't, no, I wasn't, dog, I, I wasn't doing no drugs. When I was in the street, bro, it was nothing. Yeah, you used to be on the point. I used to be street, on point because any day I probably, I'm riding with 10 years. Yeah. At least. So, you had to be. I gotta be prepared to, I was smart. It, it, only, it's going, to, all they only time they gotta catch me one time. I 
could beat them a thousand times. Oh, all they gotta do is catch me once slipping and I'm finished. I couldn't, I can't, no, I can't drink. No, I ain't hitting that. I'm good. I'm for, I'm, my money, I was on money. Period. All that other shit missed me. That's how you had Because I was really in the street. When this, when this, when, when, when you really in the street, you gotta have money. If it's on, I gotta move everybody. Yeah. I gotta know. I so if you ain't, if you ain't, if you ain't in this, you bullshit. Because them, the, if you owe the plug for real, he coming for you. Yeah. Keep that money. You. you gotta, you gotta fix your family. Mm -hmm. Your whole family gone. I'm taking everything in that house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You ain't got a hundred thousand to move your people out. You bullshit. So I was focused on more money, bro. I was focused on getting braids, man. I know one old song that was talking about getting money. I still play to this day. That Tim Crocker, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We was talking about getting. We was talking about getting money. What did he say? What was the first one? Uh, damn, I gotta, I gotta sing this song, man. Never sell crack when you rest at. I don't care if they wanna. I was telling bounce. I don't care if you wanna out my man right now. Lil Damon right now doing ten years for an ounce. Favorite. That was my favorite line right there. I don't care if they an ounce. Because cause you don't understand. Like I know in Georgia, the reason why that line kind of like significant, I think significant, significant was to us was that was the felony threshold. So overall, like, I can sell a misdemeanor out of my house every day. You can come get a three-five, you can come get a quarter, all day. But as soon as I sell you a deuce, a deuce you over. Kingpin. Right. Get him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing about it, so this is the one of the things that used to always hit niggas in Georgia, like so back in the days, like, before this shit, we buy sacks, dime nickel sacks. And before niggas started buying three fives now. So what would happen was we would go and get Five for twenty. Mm -hmm. Five five stacks of twenty. Now, if five break if five a nigga give me five sacks. Now if I pour all that out and put it in a bag, it's a misdemeanor. If I leave them in them sacks, that's a fact. That's Attempt a fact. to distribute. Yeah. You distribute you package those to yeah. sell for distribution. That's a felony. Mm -hmm. Extra ten. You know what I'm saying? Get so, him. That's the difference between a misdemeanor and a felony right there. Like you had to be that careful. Get him. And so I mean like that's so that, right. that was the significance like of I don't care if a nigga wanna ounce tell them bounce because as soon as it got to that, like yeah, you on you on the radar. I'ma tell you why I'm gonna tell you why it it they designed it for y'all for, for for black men specifically. When cocaine first came out, it was it was, cool. powder. Yeah, it was cool. It was powder and it was expensive. When niggas got to it, and 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 a nigga put that soda on it, mm -hmm. and rocked him, and tripled and can triple him, man, listen. And the other part about it, what people don't understand, the other part about it is like, what black people did was, you gotta understand, nigga, to make rock, nigga, you had to have you had, you had to have that coke. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm and saying. So we had a lot of coke that the white people was coming to us to get in. Coke and crack. That's what I'm saying. But I was saying that to say uh, uh, a, 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 a kilo of powder 
is ten will get you ten years. If they if you get caught with nigga an ounce of hard cocaine, bro, they figure oh okay. You had you wanted to cook. You actually cooked it up and cut it. That's manufacturing. Yes. White people what is doing that? Nah. They was just buying. They had the bread to just to get the coke straight out. A hundred for whatever for the bread. They, ain't think they, they not. That's and we was already fucked up. So we was chopping it up, trying to get as much, and they was cooking our ass a hundred miles going over. That's why we. But it gotta be uh, understand and stated that it's a science. Like the whole reason we at where we at right now is everything was scientifically they had plans, so they knew that was a man-made drug. Yeah, from from the prison system to crack, even before crack, he had heroin. Um, to the rap music, like how y'all was talking about, all of this shit is like. They know the threat of black families united, Absolutely. but they also know the threat of young black men. Why they why they know the threat? Today? Because why? because at one point in time they was underneath the boot, and that's one thing like they don't want Americans, black they, Americans. Hold up, know. you gotta remember you talking to the pups. They don't know what underneath well, the boot means. So at one, so one point, I think that well, at one point white people weren't on top. You feel me? They came over here. And they had to do a lot of grimy shit to get to where they got as far as establishing the country. A lot of black people established this country early on. You had black people help write the constitution. You had white people who came over here who was part of the government who couldn't read. And was taught by black people. You had a black man who designed DC. Hold up, that's very important. You had a black man who designed DC who they didn't want to give credit to him, they give credit to a Frenchman. So they don't want us to ever understand like, like so Kobe Bryant passed and everybody talking about that. We were just talking about this before on camera about what he represented as a black man, the symbolism. He was a black man that you didn't see him carry himself a certain way. He wasn't he no purse. Yeah, he wasn't. He didn't, <laughs> didn't compromise. He carried himself like a black man. He was very well educated. Didn't go to college, but he's still educated. I think that's important for y'all to know too. Like my man Crook always say this: It's not about what you learn in the books and all of that in school. That's important too. Don't get me. Don't get it twisted. That's important too. But you gotta learn how to take your information and process it. So you ride the train every day. Every day you get on the train, you get to the train station at 7.30 and you seeing routine, seeing people doing certain things, pay attention. Some of y'all got life experiences that y'all learn from. But that what y'all learn from those life experiences will take y'all 10 times further than they take the average American. That's a fact. So some of the stuff- Application. Application. So some of the stuff that's, that's in y'all way, that's in black America, young black youth way, as far as getting out this level we at, this bottom level we'll be fighting. This stuff is designed, so the only way to beat beat their design, you gotta come up with a plan. And I think the main thing is like lean on your own knowledge because like you need a support system, but y'all know a lot more than what y'all what people will ever tell y'all because okay. of the way school is set up. And so you're only smart if you got these grades. But life experience, it's a lot of stuff in life that I avoided because I seen shit as a young age. I was like, nah, I can't do this because this may happen. So y'all gotta take your knowledge and say, listen, I've been through certain things. Y'all might go to school and might have more life experience than your teacher. You might be 35, 40, 52, whatever years old. You know what I'm saying? Y'all had to take that information and apply it. It's all about processing. Because yeah. the number one thing they don't want us to do, they don't want y'all to understand what the real problem is. Because the minute y'all understand what the real problem is, it's gonna be in y'all nature to solve. And so the minute y'all start solving it, then y'all become a problem to them. 
But while niggas is killing each other, niggas selling dope, niggas making rap music and all that shit, if you're doing anything to make money for them, then it's cool. Like, you see rappers brag all the time about making money, but they don't understand, like, bro, you're being allowed to make That's this. That's not real the minute, the minute they don't want you to do anything, you're not making no more money. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Bad. So it's it's all about just lean on what you know. You know what I'm saying? And learn how to apply it. And as you go through life, always give yourself more credit than everybody else, man. Because at the end of the day, like nobody's gonna ever keep it real with y'all. Like y'all in the boardroom, y'all in the classroom, y'all in the office, they scared it. You know what I'm saying? And y'all know from real life, when you somebody's scared of you, you got the what? The upper hand. Mm -hmm. So imagine having an upper hand on a group of motherfuckers that got more money than you. But you can that, get them to do whatever you want, you know what I'm saying? So it's just about survive. Survive this part. You 16, uh, Drip, how old are you? 17. 17. Daddy, you 20. Man, I got endless friends who didn't make it. I got friends that ain't make past 15, 14, 20. My brother, dad, when he was 26, it's, we can go down the list. I know y'all can go down the list. If y'all survive this part, lean on your support, uh, support group. Once y'all get out of this part, man, everything else is a cakewalk. Right. Just a cakewalk. Like y'all gonna have it easy because of what y'all know and what y'all experience. Because y'all presence is more of a threat than anything they could ever pull up on y'all. Jake, what I told you about drip when I when I when I because we didn't remember we didn't meet you at the same time. Nah. Right. So the comp I say, Jake, what's up with show? He like man, yeah, show he got it. What you mean? He was like, man, he got the hard bombs. I said, all right. So when I met him, met you, I said, he got the, he got the hunger. That's the hard part. Mm -hmm. Some people don't get that. Nah. You can't manufacture that. You know why y'all want to drip? You know why your name drip? Because you come from royalty, my guy. That's yours. It's in your blood. You want, you when you see it, I'm going to go get that. Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't have it's that. in your DNA. Not a lot of people have that mentality. That's why I say I'm with, I, this king shit. Not a lot of people willing to take what's rightfully theirs. Mm -hmm. That's mine. I'm going to get that. You can't stop it. Especially in today's society when you realize, I mean, to, take, to add on to the application part, like, I... Been to college, got a couple degrees and stuff like that. But it's more stuff that I've learned outside of college that I'm able to apply to make it through life. Um, and so to be able to take that risk, to be able to know you got to be able to have that hunger part in you, and then be able to take the knowledge and whatever you've learned to be able to apply the part like that. And a lot of these kids, a lot of that's a lot of adults, a lot of people ain't applying shit. You know what I'm saying? Like they waiting for a lot of shit to come to them, or they sitting back and it's like, this happens now, get up, get this happens now, this is supposed to happen now, I've been here, I've been at this job this long, I'm supposed to get this raise, instead of being on the point of, and that's like a lot of people, a lot of older people are upset at so-called millennials because millennials, y'all hungry. Facts. You know what I'm saying? We sit around and say like, oh, I've been here 10 years, I should get that. When y'all looking at it as... Nah, I got the internet. I can learn this shit in youth on Go YouTube. Go to school. Yeah, let me, get, let me get that. Hey, I know how to do it. You've been here 20 years and I already know how to do this. Hey, you need to be paying what you're paying her because she's been here 20 years. And that's what's happening. Y'all able to come in and y'all able to sit, sit down at the table and say, no, nah, I want 90. That's the problem. Y'all got a lot of information. But y'all yeah. not turning it into intelligence. You're not applying it. Mm -hmm. 
If you start applying the things y'all can learn on the internet, bro, y'all will be. If you start applying the you got you can actually make money on your phone. That ain't what you want to do. Like as far as like you can sit at home. You know what you want to do? What that he already did, bro. You can sit at home. That ain't tell me what you did. Tell me what you did, that ain't. Talk to twenty. Come on, that ain't. Nah, I'm a, I'm gonna co-author four books. Not one, not two, not three, four whole books. Now I'm 38 and I ain't even authored a whole a journal. My wife I ain't even never, journal. I never even read four books. I ain't even made a color book, coloring book, nothing. Yeah, like I ain't even authored a consistent journal for a whole year. She done wrote and published four books. Four whole books. Now you know what they can do because we got she got the internet and we don't. Well, we didn't. Daddy, you can do a whole YouTube. I don't know if you probably already do this. Oh, uh, see, I work through kids. I work at Hart Middle School. Mm -hmm. I'm a poetry teacher mm -hmm. and slash dancer. I do awesome crafts. But that's that's what I do. I work through the kids' names. So when they get older, they know what they're doing. So, can I ask, so Daddy, did you, so I just want to ask about the publishing process. I know a publisher, but I don't, I don't know the process. <laughs> mm -hmm. How did you explain the, can you explain the publishing process a little bit, how that goes? Well, the first book, it was a little, I was in ninth grade. It was the summer, the summer, probably, I want to say 2014. Um, I was in a program called REACH. It was, we was tutoring third graders. And this lady, her name is Kathy Crutcher. We was published through Shout Mouse Press. Yes, you can look them up. Instagram, Facebook, yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the process, it wasn't, for, well, for for us, it was kind of hard because we had to figure out what kind of book we wanted to do. We started with children's books. Uh, I did my about a Caucasian girl who was with her father. He was a vet. He came home, and his wife left him because they had no money and stuff. And they had two sons plus the daughter. One of the sons had autism, and they were living out of the shelter. So. I put awareness to kids with autism because I have a little cousin who was supposed to be five months and she turned 13 in November. Uh, single parents, my, well, my parents wasn't, but yeah, that's another story for another day. And um, you don't really see Caucasian kids in shelters. Mm. So I was like, Who said that? Me. That's crazy. Hey, where you been? How many places you been? Like, where you been? You been traveling? Yeah, I traveled. That is true though. There used to be the shelter in Atlanta down on um on Cortland. They closed it down and like when you used to ride by there, you ain't see white people. And you see mm -hmm. they was down there for years until they shut it down. What that say to you though, when you don't see home when you don't see white people without shelter? I mean, you know what I'm saying? You even on TV you always see white people, it's always safe and cushy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then when you see us, if you look into our, if you ever look into our, like some of our sitcoms, it's always a, a single mother, right? Yeah. Or, or a single father, a nanny, you know what I'm saying? Even in Full House, the mother died, remember? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's subconsciously, bro. It's yeah, subconsciously. It used to be that way, though. It used to be. What you mean? Because like take the Jeffersons, they were married. You um, say the Jeffersons, Jeffersons were married. Jeffersons was married. 
Um, Good Times is married. Cosby is married. The show Rock. Rock. Smart guy. Smart guy was married. Yeah, but now, now, but now, yeah, now, now we got love and hip hop. Look, oh my goodness. No. This is a bad note. So my wife brought this shit to my attention, man. My wife had been watching. She, my, I'm laughing at it. My wife on TV overload because now she off her fast and now she back watching TV. Yeah. Dog, let me tell you now how bad they trying to give it to you to like really overload you with this shit. So now Love & Hip Hop Miami and Love & Hip Hop New York come on on the same night back to back. More trash. That's two hours, <laughs> two straight More hours trash. of the shit. Hey, would y'all go on a reality TV show? Yeah. It depends on you what would? it is. No, I'm not like, like a boy wearing a little package. No, I wouldn't nothing like that. I go, you, I go. Why on, would you? I want to know why would she be with one of them on TV? Time. I can no. see him going up. It's like you don't, you don't got no times. Like you young and you know, kids or nothing. Like you know what I'm saying? Just, he said he wanna be known. I, I know. Honestly, though, so when I was growing up in like real world, somebody like see, I would like to see a nigga on TV like the real world in like the '90s. Like the Dave Chappelle job. Yeah, like yeah. Started, I, yeah, like I would like to see a nigga like him on like during that. Not this time with now. Oh, the real hey, that would be a culture man. shock. Yeah, for the whole it world. Would be. Because no, because let me tell you how it was. I remember so I was in college, right? Mm -hmm. And I remember they had the black boy on there in college. And I remember the girls was going crazy doing the previews. They was going crazy. They up oh, the nigga with the fam you, and they was going crazy. Oh man, good look black guy. And they were like, we was like, oh shit, they got black people on here now. And real world? Yeah, and as soon as the shit clicked on, the first show the nigga was a poem. Bro, that's what, that's what, that, that's, yo, it all, yo, T, that, 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 view, that viewership, that, that viewership, but like, you see, want to see in people's, people's lives, that started with, like, the real world. And that's all you see now. That's all you see now. It was easy to make. It's easy to cheat. It's cheap to make. It's an experiment. So yeah. now you got you got mothers. You got real live mothers that's having babies, bro. Being they they all they know is real housewife shit. Or you got you got this other shit. shit. My wife, bro. my wife, like to watch a lot of reality. Well, not a lot, but like this. Have you seen this shit? Ninety Day Fiance. Yeah. yeah. Oh, bro. Deep. You got bitches that go overseas and get a nigga and they hopes is just to get married within deep. 90 days. It's deep, bro. That's now, synthetic. Oh, that's it's you got You got white people going into Africa not understanding the culture and understanding like, hey, man, I can't tell my family you're here. Like, bitch, I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm married. Listen, man. Uh, <laughs> or, or shit, um, what is it? Um, no, I don't know. No, I can't gloss over that. Like, the bitch done showed up to the door with all her bags. Like, fuck is you doing, ho? Like, my wife. Yeah, is. like, you know, had the, it's a nigga. It was one nigga on that black nigga. He was fucking with this bitch in Ukraine or somewhere. Mm -hmm. Or something like that. Bro, over the course of some years, this nigga has sent her oh, a rack of money. During even the course of the show, the nigga paid for her a ticket. She but never showed up. But this is the bad part about it. Now, this the, now another way they put you out there looking bad. Because again, you got a trial for the show. It's a casting call for the show. A nigga to do the shit, a black nigga, to do nails. See? I'm not consuming that, though. That's what I'm saying. I don't even... Bro. I was just like, why are we out I don't even like go this, over man? there. Because I don't even want to... My mind is not even... My mind ain't, I can't even sit through it because I'm like, yo, what is, I'm not watching nothing that I'm not learning from, period. 
I look at that shit like, what did you in? Straight I, up, I, I be, I'm not, I'm not watching like, nothing. Yeah. I'm not learning from if I if if it's not learn teaching me how to get no bread or teaching me how to be better, I don't got time. I don't have time. I don't have time for bullshit. I been I bullshitted a long time, bro. A long time. I ain't got shit. I bullshit. I wasted my time. I don't got time for that. My my guy. That's what I say today, my man. You got eight seconds to convince me not to move. Get get out the way. Say move straight up. I'm not talking because you don't even. You got eight per. You got eight people living inside of you. You want to be a ball player, a dope dealer, a shooter, a killer, a, a rapper, boy. my nigga, go that way. I don't got time. You see what I'm saying? I'm on, I'm on a mission. What you, really you got three seconds to tell me who you are, what you about, if you not about, move. No disrespect. No disrespect. I'm trying to get a bag. I'm trying to put my kids on vacation. <laughs> you understand that? All day. And it takes more energy when you try and do it right. Exactly. It's, it takes, it's, when I ain't on the front with you, yeah. when you ain't on the funny bunny shit, and you ain't cloud chasing, and you ain't fucking with no clowns, it's going to. But, like the OG say, cuz, chill out. You want to you wanna, you wanna, you wanna skyscraper or you want a chicken coop? It takes 60 minutes to build a chicken coop. It might take six <laughs> months to build a skyscraper. What you want? You want your shit to fly away? Or you want to stay here a long time and be very cozy. But hey, you can't say that to these young niggas, man. Why not? Y'all ever seen a chicken coop? Hell nah. See what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> you, you know what a you know you know what a house of cars look like, right? You seen that? I'm pretty sure you seen a house of cars somewhere. Nope. Huh? <laughs> That's the point. What's frail? What, what That's the point. You gotta understand. All right, so take for instance, right? You know how long it used to take to build a building? When we was growing up, a long time. Like I'm telling you, like when I moved here, it's probably six years. When I moved here, the navy yard didn't look nothing like that. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Right there by the stadium, look nothing like that. And it's six years, and that shit's a whole village now. Yes, sir. So when you say like build a chicken coop, like we understand that, hey man, it take a minute to kind of build a food truck or a skyscraper. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It take a minute to build that. Nowadays, they, you know what I'm saying? Like they bulldoze that shit up. Shit up in six months. Yeah. Well, yeah. What I'm saying is, I need some stability. Mm -hmm. That's all I. That, I've been unstable forever, for my whole life, bro. I ain't been stable. You know what I'm saying? I just need. I now my mind is focused. It's just like when I was in. The, my mind is focused. When I'm focused on something, you can't stop me. You're gonna have to kill me. Just like if I get on your ass, bro, you're not going to get me off you. I'm telling you this. You're going to have to put something in me. So that's why I don't even, because you don't really want this. So and that's stay the, over there. That's the attitude we have to get. We have to go back to that attitude. We got to go back to that attitude in different ways about obtaining the stuff that we want, obtaining the stuff we need. We have to go back to that attitude about protecting our family. It's a fact. Like, one of the ways, like... Everybody say we want to protect our family. Like the biggest way that you protect your family is not putting yourself in situations to doing stupid shit. Like I get it. You know, everybody's been in that situation where a nigga might have tried you. You gotta do your thing. But as soon as you do something stupid or whatnot, 
then that goes away the protection of your family. But I it think goes all the way away. I think that's the hardest part about being a man, though, especially coming from where we grew up, came from, and growing up the way we come from. Like you can't show no weakness, and you gotta yeah. always be, you know, what I'm saying, takes your head off. But at the same time, you gotta know when to fold. She said she's like that, Jake. Nah, but that's but that's what I'm saying is though, because that's the mindset we we raised with, like. We are raising the mentality like we not going for we we not going for nothing. But we it's time. For everything. But look though, we it's time. For everything. But no, we are. I'm just saying that's the mindset we are raising our youngest with. But it's times in life where you are gonna have to go like that. Like yeah, you got to. It's got you. You got to. Like you got especially that's like because think about this like you got to go like that. Even so much like the mentality, we gotta stop. <laughs> we gotta stop. Let, we gotta let the young men. Emotional go. intelligence. The young man and the young woman because these kids going hard. Like that young lady that got uh, killed at the gas station. Mm -hmm. It's funny because my man, we was over there one night and a junkie had died. One of the police over there, nothing but somebody had just found a body. I was like, they got the cheapest gas in the city. And he was like, bro, we ain't, we ain't. I was like, bro, I ain't coming up here no more. He was like, nah, bro, you just gotta be on point. The gas cheap though. I was like, nah, it's too much shit going on. Cause we came here one time and a nigga had just got stabbed on the little side street, not by the Valero, but like the other gas station. Not think it's shit. But even that whole situation, how sad it was, it didn't have to escalate. And sometimes you gotta learn like when you need to walk away, like when it's just enough. You know and when just to walk away. Huh? I don't know what the way. When? After I did my shit, then I walked away like I said, nothing to do. Do you know when to walk away? See, I know. This is when I walk away. If like, when nigga wants some drama, and he wants some bump on his TV, like he wants to fight. But if I'm with my little sister or if I'm with my mother or something. You give them a page? You don't put them in harm's way. So I don't want to walk away. Okay. But if I'm with myself, I'm with my man, we're going to go boogie. We're going to boogie. We're going to jig. You know when to walk away? You know when to walk away? When it's like, if it's like, if I know it's 40 of them niggas over there. <laughs> And it's Are you right? <laughs> <laughs> we got a story too. It was 40 of them niggas over there. No, I'm going okay. to listen to y'all's story first. But I got a story about that. They know about that. I'm going to go ahead and tell me the story. I'm going to tell you my story out there. So me, Drip, and my cousin, uh, Jay Lon, he locked up right now. Though. Me and Drip, my cousin, Jay Lon, we went around. Uh, where we go around? Minnesota Avenue, Minnesota Avenue. So we meet these girls and shit. Me and who? Them be girl, oh, man. The girl. The is always gonna be. The girl. Man, we meet the man. We with the meet. I always got John my big video when I was young. <laughs> oh no! no. <laughs> but go ahead. I digress. We went to go meet some girls and shit. So we see the like when we first got there, we see the niggas. They all deep, they all deep. We just walk past. Them. So next thing you know, like late at night, we're there's kind so of. So did y'all see the girls? No, yeah, we went past them to meet the girls. We met the girls. Okay. So we, yeah. with them, we was over there the whole oh, day. Oh, chilling. Yeah, chilling yeah. and shit. So when it's time to go home, yeah. I guess them niggas. The wolves was out. Like, yeah. <laughs> y'all been in there too long. So <laughs> next thing you know, them niggas walked up. It was like, y'all want some bump? So my cousin Jay Lon, like, he, like, he don't, he just. Nah, I mean, yeah, yeah. He said, he gonna say, yeah, 40 niggas. 
Boy, he say we great. That's what I'm saying. Like, what made him? Like, what now hold on. That when I say it's skills that y'all got that the other people don't got, let your cousin take that mentality in any college. Any business, any setting that's out yeah. like I want that mentality. Yes. Any, yeah. Nobody in that room is thinking like that. Mm -hmm. So if you take that outside the hood, in the hood they're gonna challenge you. But if y'all take that mentality and put that shit somewhere else, yeah. it's nobody gonna challenge you. No, like nobody, they don't know how to challenge you. They don't know how to approach this, That's this. That's what this is exactly what this is about. Because I want y'all. I want. I need y'all around. I want I want y'all to have that same attack for something that's not gonna get y'all locked. Cause up. like how Jay said, like half the niggas in college, like I know for, for me, like going to when I first got to Eat college, she was just like a social experiment for me. Like I, I did my I did the first half, I mean first semester, I mean first uh, year to get my GPA up, and I partied for a little while until I figured that shit out. And so yeah, if if somebody came to me. Like my freshman year, and it had to be proven there on the point of what it was going to be. If somebody came to me and they, they had that hunger, yeah, they was going to eat me up. I didn't figure that shit out to like close to being a senior to where it was like, oh, this it. So to be able to have that hunger, that drive at such a young age, y'all y'all way ahead of a lot of other people. And it's always like that with, with street niggas. They always have that ahead point to where if you're able to transition to that into a business or, or anything like that, why like... One of the biggest businesses street niggas get into is like truck driving. Niggas don't own a truck driving business. Why? Because they know for one, and be on when, the you're with the, when you're dealing with the game, shit, that shit transfers over to supply chain management. That's, that's all that is is in business, is supply chain management. I got a nigga that did supply chain management, he's an executive coach, he's an executive coach now. Pretty much. Doing the same shit. It's the same. The same exact it's, thing. It's the same. It's the same. It's it's the same application. But y'all, we have to. You gotta upgrade because yeah. drugs is not the new. That's not the game. No, 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 no. That's or, or not the drugs. Drugs is the game. Drugs is the game. If you if you out there, if you out still out not the on the corner. Not yeah, nah. Pharmaceutical sales the niggas pay the, They pay for your car to drive around and just drop off drugs in the office, man. Not on the corner. Not on the corner. I'm not getting he to a doctor. Hey, doc, I got this new Prozac. No, you, need, you need to try off. He say sure. No, sir. Drop no, by every. <laughs> drop by every three weeks no, to drop off no, twenty no, bottles. No, and all you doing is drop no, by every three weeks, dropping no, off twenty bottles of Prozac and moving on. No, no, sir. No, sir. I'm not getting that. Uh, so that pharmaceutical sale. It's a. It's a lot of different business. It's a lot of different ways you can trans transition out of the street. Because one of the things about this, like shit, being a street nigga, that shit is damn. Shit, probably kind of popular nowadays. What you mean? White people kind of like that shit. They like because white people are starting to see the fact that, hey, to do that, you gotta have a little bit of heart to lose. You know what I'm saying? To lose it like that. And overall, one thing like white people got the money, but they ain't got the heart. You know what? You you say it's. You know what? And I thought about this the other day is that people always say. You know, I would never like somebody hit me in my DM like um, something about me like selling drugs or something like yo first of all my nigga like everybody if you could you would yeah if you any say it again. a lot of y'all weak a lot of y'all wouldn't wouldn't you know what they scared of that one they scared of that one chance you talked about you don't got the nuts so if you could you would so don't come over here with that which you wouldn't do. Or they don't know how to say it. You gotta know how to say it. That's a fact. You gotta know how to find Selling customers. drugs is not easy. Not at all. 
It's a it's it to be good at it. Shit, that should take a lot of time. It take a lot of time. It takes a lot of ability. It takes a lot of intelligence because you're dealing with people with habits. You see what I'm saying? That's, that's what I'm saying. I've been, yo, I've been like I've been like this my life. Look, check cracker man. What he say? Respect the crackhead pain. Hey, listen. That's what, hold up. That's what I'm saying. I've been like this my life. I've been I've been doing this. I've been. I've been selling like this. You see what I'm saying? I've been doing this. I always was up because I knew how to deal with people. This should take too much time. Hold that. I'm going to come back and get that. I might not never come back and get it. But, yeah, Slim looked out. I'm not going to kick the crackhead in the butt and call her names. I'm going to, man, go ahead. I got you, baby. Because she, when the 5 come around and they press her, she not going to tell on me. She gonna tell them cousin them that kicked her in her ass though mm -hmm. at the grave. Yeah, she don't care about getting caught in the Real talk. This real talk right here. Yeah. She not. Mama not gonna tell on me. Nah. Nah, he good money. No, he don't do nothing. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Man, keep that, baby. Don't even worry about that. I got you. I knew how to deal with people, so that's what made me successful. I was Shit, I, I, I wasn't hustling in DC. I was going. People called me when they needed work. Nigga, I was touching roads because I can go anywhere. Cause, yeah, hmm, yeah, we going hmm. Just like that, wherever I go, listen, because people, I was just a good person. And that's all it takes for you to win. Just be a good person. Drip, if I gave you a million dollars right now, what would you, would you scream and shout and run around? Yeah, man. Would you? Would, yes, you would. You'll yeah, be yeah. very excited. Yeah, yeah. Would you, yeah. my nigga? You got one life. That's how you should be jumping around every day. If you really care about your life, like you care about that million, that's how you should be carrying it out here. And I'm gonna tell you this: a million ain't hard to get. It, it ain't. It ain't as hard as you think. Light work for it's real, for real. It ain't. It, it's it's literally. Not as hard as light, light work for real. At literally, all. it's some light work, my guy. When she, I, light. I could bring a couple people in here now to tell you like it's not as hard as you think it is it's to not. get it. And when it's you not. get it, you are gonna look back and say. True story. My business partner raised six million in two years for a market. She she still live on Minnesota Avenue. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. But bro. it ain't like you said. It ain't the money. Like you can make it move, but it's money. I always tell my daughter this: like money is a tool. You know what I'm saying? Like. If you know how to use a screwdriver, whether it's to chip some shit up or pop something off the wall, like you know how to utilize the tool to its full extent. And that's what we gotta do with money. Like we gotta teach that in our community. Like I was one thing I feel like we y'all definitely like focus on and I don't know if y'all practice this or not, but y'all gotta save, man, whether it's six dollars or seven dollars. Y'all thirty dollars a week from 16, 17, 20 to about 27, 28. Man, you don't know what rough times you're going to come across. That's a few thousand dollars, you know what I'm saying, that you got saved up. And that skill is like, that's a, that means that's that's a very important skill to have because you can combat impulse. Absolutely. And that's the thing, one of the mm -hmm. biggest things you struggle Absolutely. with at humans is like controlling our impulse. Absolutely. So if you see something are you going that you don't need but that you want, are you going to go get it or are you going to say, nah, I don't need that and keep it moving. Like That's what separates us at the end of the day is the I discipline. And to get there, honestly, to get there, you gotta know how to say. Yeah. You gotta know how. You gotta know how to say. Like, if even if, especially starting a business, because absolutely, <clears throat> going into your business, 
The first two years, rough. you ain't pulling nothing out. Rough. Like, first at all. Rough. Yeah, and some, for some people, it's longer than that. Like, I'm you're about not to putting, say first two years, putting, I'm five in. Yeah, you're not, get, you're not pulling nothing out. I just bought some new teams this month. Especially I mean, if you went and got an investor. This you know what I'm saying? Like, you want to get an investor, and investors say, like, just do, just do a number side, right? You go to the bank, and you say, okay, bank, I need a million dollars. Okay, they might ask you for 12000 a month over a five-year span. Let me get let me get my money back. You go to invest and say, I need a million dollars. money, man. Tell us. How, how do you do it? for 30 40 a month. Before you pay anything, you got to pay him. I don't care. I don't care if this shit, you can't put the lights on. You can't do nothing. I gave this my own, my 40. And plus the 10% or whatever. I want my money back and I want it now or this shit mine. There ain't nothing like a bank, a bank. I write that shit out, it should be bad on my credit. I can file bankruptcy and I can start this shit over. When you talking about an investor, nah, bro, I want my money. All right, let me, I, 50 cents, I want my money by Monday. That's a fact. Let me get that. And so, overall, it's not hard to, to get it, how you get it, but if you got an idea, it's either an investor gonna give it to you or a bank gonna give it to you. And it, they giving it, like, again, they give that money just to open up and resell shoes. <laughs> it's not hard to get out there. If you got an idea, if you got a plan or something you want to do, man, especially at y'all age, like I was telling my students the other day, like, y'all too young to fail. That's a fact. Y'all are too young to fail. That's a fact. Because right now, you don't have, you got so many more years. Like, I'm 38, and I'm too young to fail. You know what I'm saying? Because I still got another 40, 50 years left to get it right. So at y'all age, like y'all can fail a couple more, y'all can fail a couple times. Y'all could y'all have to y'all got the liberty of y'all age to figure out your talent and fuck off for a couple years. Go as far as you can. Go as, and, you know what I'm saying? And do whatever the fuck you want to do. Go as and then be like, hey, you know what? Though. Cool. I'm about to go and cut here. If y'all niggas wanna go, look, it's some shit called rolling loud in Miami. Yeah, I'm telling y'all this right now. Y'all, y'all wanna enjoy life, you know what I'm saying? Say a little bread up, get the plane ticket. Go to Miami, have fun, see a concert, you know what I'm saying? Whatever y'all can do to just move around, because then y'all can see, like, yeah, you can see. But in different environments. But, but see, the irony, like, what would y'all want to do? What Do do, do y'all want to, do y'all even think about travel? I would always tell you, I always yeah. tell people, like, for me, like, I, growing up, we didn't have the internet. So we had to travel to different states. Plus, we didn't get that, that, that luxury now. But I always tell people, especially now, Travel internationally because you'll see America from a totally different Absolutely. perspective. Absolutely. Uh, America is the only place where you got blacks, whites, and this and that. You go to Thailand, you got Thai people. You know what I'm saying? And if you're not from Thailand, you know that. You know when a black person show up. You know when a white person show up. Like everybody else is the same. Like here, you run into this part of town, it's black. You run into that part of town, it's Asians. You run into this part of town, it's white people. This is the only place that's like that. So when you go to other places and you don't see that part and you see how they live, like, you realize, like, damn, we living fucked up. Yeah, we are. We living fucked up. Like, somebody was on the internet the other day talking about DC and their homeless situation and how you got, how we talk so bad about um, Russia makes sure that every single one of their residents is housed. Though, Japan got a homeless program um, where they, which is Japan or North or South Korea? I think it's South, South Korea. South Korea? Where they created, like, the government pays for, like, subsidized housing, but then the way they pay for it, like, it ain't like the hood. Like, that shit look like high class. Everything look like nice-ass mm -hmm. hotels, like state-of-the-art buildings. That's their public housing. Like, that shit look crazy. Yeah. And make sure everybody got jobs and all of that shit. And, like, like you said, it's working models. Like, what, D what America do, specifically D.C., is lazy economics. They tell you you can only make money one way. But it's different ways you can make money to where ain't nobody homeless, ain't nobody fucked up. 
and you see that model in it's different countries, but it's capitalism. Well, yeah. well, one of the things about DC, the bad part of it is they don't have an industry. So right. long yeah. as there's, there's, there's no industry here outside politics of the politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. government. Every, that's why everybody has those jobs. Government or they but my man said they got paid for it, so we can't. Get that's a fact. No, no, no. <laughs> they got talk, paid for it, so we can't so do that. Break me down, but I'm gonna. Yeah, I know. But the thing about this though, half of the government jobs are shipped in. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like, and they talking about breaking up the government sector. So yeah, now these government jobs. So it's so soon. DC. That's what I'm saying. I really learned something about DC when the furlough happened. When the when the government mm -hmm. shutdown happened, niggas was they like had that. armed security in the in the grocery stores, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah, niggas is wilding out here for the plate. Yeah. When I seen that, I'm like, oh no, nah, I got, I got, I got, give me a bunker. Yeah, I'm gonna have to put me a stash away on some real shit, on my Kobe shit, and get a helicopter because I'm gonna have to fly over you, niggas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Real talk. I was like, yo, niggas is wildin'. Niggas was, niggas was fighting in the streets over the Ubers, and man, it was wild. It was wild, and I was like, see, when the government shut down, this shit. If if Trump say, man, fuck y'all, at the end of the day, he just. Niggas is gonna be leaking out here. Oh, yeah. All them Merlin homes, all that shit is finished. They back here. They back. They back here. Back here. Them niggas gonna be sleeping in like DC, man. Them niggas gonna be sleeping in tents, bro. Real talk. Them niggas gonna be sleeping in tents. If that shit happened, a lot of niggas in Bowie is gonna be sad. It's gonna be leaking. Yeah, not you, but you know what I'm saying. The government shut down. Yeah, it'll be leaking, nigga. What you talking about? That's just, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Who are you talking about? I forgot about that. Man, please, I'm a girl. I said, goes right down. Who that? Who that? Who who we got walking in the door? Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Nosy bro. Yeah, no, nah, but no, if the government and, and that is the crazy part because I mean, <clears throat> the government is the, is the biggest. They're, they're the biggest consumer. They spend the most money out of anybody in America. <laughs> yeah, that's why these are. And um, it's it's a waste. It's a wasteful money. Um, well, I mean, I, and I say that on a good and a bad side. I, I see the bad side, but I mean, I'm I benefit from it too. Um, but that's just the only industry here. And I didn't realize that until I got here. And that's, you know, overall, the reason why I got into the business of, of that, because that's the industry here. Um, shit, if y'all niggas were selling boats, shit, I probably would've figured out a way to sell the damn, the damn life raft or something. I'm, you know, I'm gonna figure out the industry. But DC has to create another industry, because like you said, if that shit fails, like, what else is DC gonna do? They got one planned out, right? And they what? want statehood to happen because they want this to be like oh, yeah, San Francisco yeah. East. Right. They right. want this to just be a hub for Don't give them that. Don't give them that. Don't give them that. But see, alright, so overall, <clears throat> when we talk about, I, and I'm, I ain't gonna give them all of this, but we talk about a 10 to 12 year plan. So we are maybe three years away from a recession. Overall. I say two. Yeah, two to three years. This shit kicked off like 05. Yeah, two to three years away from a recession. That shit happens like every 10, 12 years. Mm -hmm. um, and so that whole bubble part, like you're seeing Atlanta benefit from it now of rising house, housing prices, but that ain't even, that's just them catching up. 
And a little while, how you see people saying, oh, I'm about to run down Atlanta and get a house, that shit's gonna be no more. Yeah, that shit big. You ain't gonna be able to run down Atlanta. I can't believe I've had high-rise condos for 100K in Atlanta. I said, this is fucking crazy. Bro, my mom told me how much her house is in her neighborhood, and I damn near wrecked my car. Word. Because I was like, you dad, I know your house ain't going for that. Like, not, nah, man, you can't tell me y'all, no. I should be able to get a new, a brand new house yeah. for what you talking about your house for. And, and she's like, nah, that's what, that's what they selling for now. Wow. That's but deep. then around the corner, the school fucked up. Ain't, ain't meeting test scores and stuff like that. But housing prices continuously going up. So that's just, just like the catch up part. But I mean, if the shit fall apart again, you're going to have the same shit happen. Housing, real estate development's not going to get developed. That's why we got to control our community, bro. One more question for y'all. No, I gave. Go ahead. One more ahead. about I just one more question too. I just wanted to get your opinion on uh, um, the police. Oh, I, I do want to get that because that's very important, and I'm gonna tell you why when you tell me. <laughs> what about? Do you think they're needed? Nah, 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 they need it. Responsibilities lie. Mm -hmm. That's where we fail as as the generation before y'all. Your fathers, some fathers, okay. some uncles, mm -hmm. some brothers. A lot of us fail y'all, and do. And what's happening is y'all reacting to the failure. So Fair we enough. can't blame. I don't never blame y'all for what y'all do because I understand where it stems from. You see what I'm saying? I understand where it comes from because I understand my place as a man and I understand what's needed. When you when you when you when you a boy you chase you, you chase malehood. That's what you chase, but it takes you have to be guided through that. You have to, don't do that, Shorty. If it gotta be done, this is how you gotta do it. Right? Yeah. Don't do it like that. Cause some things gotta be done. Don't get me wrong. But it's the way you do it. Yeah, cause we used to have, cause they, and just to keep it on saying, when you jumped off, did anybody teach you? When you jumped out in the streets, anybody like teach you? Like, you just pretty much jumped out there. Man, I thought that, I had some, I had a lady tell me this. I think I was in school, right? And I was trying to say weed and shit. So, uh, I was out there trying to say we and I had always come to me like, man, he said, man, you need to graduate before you start signing weed. You need to graduate before you come on this block and say anything. And so it was a it was a lady, she was walking past, she said, man, I got some weed. So I served her. Like I, I gave her some weed and he and I, I think he got mad, he felt some way about that. But I told him, nigga, I'm I follow nigga. You don't tell me what to do. I'm not telling 
And see, and so when I said like, that, straight like that, yeah, and straight, like, and straight that's why like I said, that. like respect, and that's why I said like when y'all like and y'all with our generation, when when we say like the streets chose us or something like that, like it was on the point like we'd be out playing and somebody said, hey, be the lookout, you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. y'all jump out and somebody said, hey man. Or you might jump out. I mean, I know niggas that jumped out. I was like, shit, I got, man, I bought a QP. I'm in the game now. Damn. And that turned into something. Right, yeah. Not nobody's like, hey, man, this how you do it. This how you serve it up. This how you bag it up. This how you do it. You need to get you the, they ain't give you the steps. A nigga said, I got a QP. I'm about to bag it up. I got this scale. And I'm out here now. And so that's where that's the that's the, the disconnect. Yeah, it's no, yeah, it's no rights of passage. It's no rights of passage. There's no no, no, no talk part. Yeah, and that no even go that, that transitions over to the business world too, because now you have cats like I always say, like we preaching start a business, start a business, start a business, but we never say, hey, own your craft, perfect your craft, mm -hmm. and then start the business. Learn how to be professional. Learn how to be professional. How to talk to people. Yeah. Because to me, eight percent of business is how to talk to people. You feel what I'm saying? So. If you come into a room with someone, looking straight in the eyes, handshake, figure out their body language, cut to the chase, learn how to control the conversation. Remember, I say when y'all get in the room, they scared of you. Yeah. So y'all got the upper hand, right? So you get in that room. I use that. Who oh, might come to you? Don't never let none of them motherfuckers put their arm on your shoulder like yeah, that, man. But they might come to you and say, they might come to you and say, yeah, so uh, they might try to sun you with their body language or their words, but when you already at that disposition, like, look, I came in because I need this, my nigga. Like, yep. I don't need you. Like, let me ask you a question, Drip. Did you after you told that man like you were he he wasn't your father? Did you later on feel like that you you, you could take what he said and, and apply it, or did you just feel like it was just bullshit? Man, I felt like that shit was bullshit. Cause it was him or just pretty? Nah, because because who was coming from? You know okay, that's why. But if a nigga tell me, you got why one I want right? So I'm one graduate, but you don't know why I stopped selling. I probably going to probably want some extra money. Well, I told that in time, get food for what I was willing to eat for dinner. Yeah, you can't stand in front of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Yeah, especially you can't. And see, but and then, like I said, the difference between now, now and then, we would have a young cat that knew what was we. We would be young, and we, uh, uh, uh old head would see us struggling and say, okay, hey, cool. Let me take. Instead of you trying to go out and get it on your own, let me take you up under my wing, right? And let me show you how to get this money, and I'm going to make sure your family taken care of so you don't be in no type of trouble, you don't put your family in no type of trouble. When you out there getting it, and then you got to go back home to your family, you putting everybody at that point in trouble. Because if you out there and want some cameras get the flashing, they waiting for you to go to sleep. And if you go to sleep with your family, when that, when that flashbang go off 5 o'clock in the morning, all of your family is in danger, and so that's the difference between like nowadays and this and this day and and in our generation and y'all generation is it's not a bad thing. It's you know the overall thing is still still going together. It's like Crook said, like we dropped the ball. We had people that taught us. We either went away or got grown, got kids, and said I ain't even fucking with it. And now y'all having to learn and y'all having to be coyotes. Not even, not even we. Not a lot of us, and I'ma keep it a hundred with you. It wasn't even that we was locked up or whatever, bro. A lot of men was selfish. Period. Yeah, that's what that shit come down to. Niggas wanted to have bitches instead of doing what they found. Niggas wanted niggas was selfish. When you have sex with a woman, and y'all in an intimate moment where y'all can make a baby, the both of you are selfish at that point, right? Because you trying to get something and she trying to get something. 
You understand? Mm -hmm. So y'all, you you out for self, mm -hmm. and then you make something out of that. Yeah. You understand that? Mm -hmm. So once it's here, it's your responsibility to sacrifice for it, to do what you need to do, to make sure they're here every day. You see what I'm saying? And then some men, some boys, some males, because it's it's a difference. Anything with a anything with a penis has is a male. You understand that? Anything with a penis is a male. So if you out here thinking with your penis, y'all understand that, America? <laughs> you out here think you can be a forty year old man and still be a male because you're thinking with your penis. That can put you in a bad position. Big time. You understand? You all, you under you understand that? So, it's, it's levels to it. So a lot of boys had babies and didn't want to deal with the responsibilities. What we say responsibility was the other day. Being responsible for your ability. He shot. Be responsible for your abilities, bro. And a lot of men have, didn't do that. They out here. And steal yourself. Yeah, on multiple times. That's disrespectful, bro. That's disrespectful. Any person around me that don't take, ain't nobody around me not taking care of their business. First. Number one business is your what? Jake is around what? Your family. He take care of his kids. First. First. Whatever business we got, them kids come first. Ain't nobody gonna be around me down. I don't care how much money you got or how cool he is. I smack the shit and out. And that's when you can tell the Nah, for real though. Nah, cause what you're saying is true. Like, think about it like this. If I'm supposed to be doing business with you, right? Any type of business, it don't matter what it is. And we sit down, and then I find out that you don't take care of your kids. Nigga, how the fuck am I supposed to trust you trust and get money? Your first business is your kids. Like, I can't. Can't do shit with you. Your first you know what I'm saying? Even when it comes to your business life with they lives, you can take the kids out of it. If a nigga married, right? You married, we sit down and do business, woo woo woo. We gotta say we had a bar rapping, going over some, some numbers, just whatever the fuck we're going over. And you just out here wild and disrespecting your wife, bro. You don't even respect your wife. So that means I can't, I can't have you don't respect simple shit. I can't take that. That's the risk I'm not willing to take. So I'm not about to try to make yeah, money with somebody right. who don't. You buy. willing to lose everything with your wife, nigga? I ain't got time yeah, to right. try to lose that everything with that your wife. You fat. Your wife away. Your wife to you. I'm going to do much with you. Your wife is gonna fuck around. You fucking around, nigga. I'm involved in this. But a nigga that don't take care of his kids, nah, nah, I ain't gonna sit here and lie. I'm. That thought. Came in my head when the, when the baby first came, but yeah, nigga, you roll out, you know what I'm saying? Woo de woo. Because I was thinking in the mindset of, okay, her mother blowing me, so I'm going to make her deal with it. But Ooh. in the day, nah, no bullshit. Oh, oh, nah, no bullshit. Hold up, talk about that. Because that's something deep. But that's an excuse that niggas use. Like, I could have I went with it, but at the same time, I ain't going to say it's cool, Hold but up. I'm gonna I understand. Right for, for you, young man, a woman's actions never dictate a man's actions, bro. Never. What a woman do never dictate, never dictate, never dictate what a man does. You always remain a man. Mm -hmm. And men respect women, period. Yeah. Even if they're not respecting themselves. 
Or you, you gotta step off and just step off. Because the at the end of the day, as much don't even, come back. Even if a woman ain't, even if a woman ever. ain't ever, even if a woman ain't respecting herself, right? <laughs> ever. It's gonna be a point in time where that woman going hit mid thirties and forty, where she ain't gonna have no choice but that body gonna make her respect herself. Oh lord. Oh lord! I done seen a lot of freak nick bodies that ain't freak nick bodies no more. I ain't even 30 and this motherfucker went to high school with the yeah. 30 and I'm like damn. They gotta respect that body now. Got so as long so. as you keep respecting them, like they ain't gonna have no choice but to be like, you know what man, he held it down. You know what I'm saying? He never Because he the pushed. next guy, you know, the next guy might, you know, he, he you know, the next the next the, the when you when she have a different perspective. On men, you know what I'm saying? She oh yo any girl I any woman I ever had, I could still call. I'm not with his mother today, am I? Right? We still what? Huh? All the time. And she know what? She know that it ain't nothing that's gonna happen to her, right? Yeah. Or I don't care if another man come in her life. She still, she still bore them my 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 babies. I would tear something apart for that. I don't care if she been married thirty years. But that's the adult conversation people don't understand. Like you got kids and you not with the person you kid with and you start dating. People don't understand. Like from my personal experience, women don't like. Oh, why you still doing stuff for her? Why you let her do this or say that or why you? It's like that's the one then. Ain't even about her. First of all, like second, it's about baby girl. Like this is my kidding. daughter, so her mother gonna be good. Like, I don't, I don't gotta talk to her for six months. If she called me and say I need this and this and this for what? Oh, it's for school. I bet. Say no more. That's yeah. it. That's that's. It. I gotta look out for your well being. You might not be my girl, but you know what I'm saying. If the girl I'm dealing with, if I get her pregnant, you have a kid. Sure, they have the same thing for you. you. It should go she, south. She's a part of you forever. But, that's just something you gotta realize. That's the part about being a kid. Like you was talking about that man. I told y'all this on the podcast before. I ain't. I had my daughter. I was. I was still eighteen. When my daughter was born. You know what I'm saying? But I thought I was a man because I was doing what I was supposed to do, buying her clothes and you know what I'm saying, taking her to the doctor and feeding her and all that. But then I ain't really understand like till she was about like four or five that like, okay, that's what I'm supposed to do. Being a man is like you want it's that selfishness. Like you don't really understand what Absolutely. selfish means until you had kids. Absolutely. You can't do shit you wanna do first. Everything that I need for the kids. <laughs> Nothing. You know, you gotta put your kids first. And what we in our community, a lot of kids don't experience that. And they grow up to be adults. And they be they still gotta deal with that and carry that weight. So we gotta be have empathy moving around because we dealing with adults who ain't really get that love. They wasn't put first. They wasn't put second or third. You know what I'm saying? Like one of my best friends growing up. His brother was mentally retired, his mother was a crackhead, you know what I'm saying? Like, on the block, growing up, he, he did pretty well for himself, but growing up, he did well despite the fact that, bro, this nigga was always just at the bottom of everything. You know what I'm saying? Your mother don't give a fuck. I don't even know, I never even seen no, no father, ever. So I don't know what that was like. But he made, did okay for himself because he figured some things out. But when you don't get that, Kids need that, you know what I'm saying? Like, into adulthood, like, I feel like we should always be looking for shit outside of parents. We look for shit in relationships sometimes, and boyfriends and girlfriends and shit. 
I feel like we should always, like that's some shit should just come from your parents. And when it comes to raising kids and all of that, like in the community, specifically like the black community in the city, we gotta support the parents. We gotta support the parents just doing it by themselves. We gotta support the youngest. Like at the end of the day, that look different. It don't look like just coming to a nigga game because he good and you wanna leech off the nigga or exploit him. It, it come to like making sure everybody got what they need. Like instead of telling somebody, hey, don't do this, Hey, here, bro. Don't you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna give you this. Yeah, I'm gonna give you this so you can take care of this, or I'm gonna help you do this, or I'm gonna bring you in. Like, set an example, create opportunities. Like, taking care look different to certain people, but when it comes to kids, you I can't get down with nobody. Leadership, leadership without direction is very dangerous. Mm -hmm. If I'm telling you to do something and I don't have no direction for you to go. That's why I'm tell I'm here I'm here with y'all because I'm telling you where to go. To be, a, to, be a 20, to be a twenty year old, four time published author, like that shit. Like when you said that shit the other night, like that shit really. I mean, and not to say like you got more books than Charlemagne. That's big. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, that's 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 big. Shit, like honestly, that's that's, 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 really, that's you got more books than Charlemagne. Matter of fact, your books probably more back. I was very impressed when you said that. I, I was literally like, wow, like, Shorty got like, because she, she was like, yeah, I write a book. I was like, oh, she was like, oh, no, I wrote four, four books. That's a fact. She did, bro. That's a big flex. That's a big flex. Yeah. But no, what I was saying earlier, though, you should, like, I, I think it's a lot of people that, like, your talent of being able to know the process of publishing a book is something that's marketable and something that you could actually teach a lot of people. No, I did good. have somebody teach remote. That'd be dope if she taught some other. We gonna kids. try that. Don't shh, don't get that. Hey, I'm um I'm not gonna. Yeah, we not gonna give it away. But I'm I'm gonna put you in contact with my homegirl who owns. She's the black lady. She owns a publishing company. Work. I'm, I'm that's gonna work. You, I'm gonna put that's you in contact with her. That's money break. That's the that's so money break. So she can get you that process. Uh, shout out to Renita fam, you graduate. Yeah, that's money bringing. Oh, wait, cause I was gonna get my money. Hey, look. It's on you, it's on you, Dede. Let's go. Oh, you gonna hold up. We going around. This the this the uh You about to you about to rock it? Oh I thought she was about to rock it. I thought she was about to do a poem or something. Uh, oh, okay. Hey yo, yo, that's Renita at Mind Matters Publishing. Mind Matters Publishing. Yeah. Betty like nah, this is my plug, man. Nah, yeah. So uh yeah, you know, he's on big drip. This is or whatever. Yeah. You know, graduated from Big Bad Blue, right? You know, um, shout out to all my all my homies. You know, my kids, y'all. I love y'all. You know, I see y'all Wednesday. I miss y'all. And um, you know, all my loved ones. I just lost. You know, rest up. I love y'all. And thanks for having me. On this this nice little. Did you learn something today? No, let me tell you. I'm going to get my brother and them to link because they need to hear some real nigga shit. So, because, yeah, yeah, niggas be. These niggas out here, they don't, don't. If you if you new to D.C. or any, in this area, the niggas out here, leave them alone, okay? Because they don't know what they want. And they don't know what they want. Let me tell you. Alright, CB, what we got, man? Angel, man, CB, man. I just got back to DC like, what, three days oh, ago. Oh, yeah, so I ain't tell y'all, though. You know how I got CB. I, I'm gonna let y'all know. I'm yeah. gonna tell y'all. Tell the story. So, um, like, it's a crackhead around the hood, my hood and shit. 
he get I used to wear high ones. I ain't have it. I ain't have it like everybody else. But you feel me? He gave me the name Cornbread because I stayed playing playing basketball and I ain't never have it like everybody. So you feel yeah. me? Yeah. My name turned to C. They changed to C B because you know you can't say Cornbread around the girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Shout out to shout out to my niggas out of the Matter of fact, I watched my man say Boogie bleed to death from a gunshot. And it, that dry like, you know, Still dealing up. with that. Yeah, that dry like messed me up, but yeah, he in a better place now, you feel me? But, yeah, like, yeah, you feel me? CB. CB. Y'all follow CB, man. For sure. Yeah. I follow him. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah. You, you the last one. Big trip. Big trip. Alright, plan one, plan. Uh, shit, man. Uh, but if I'm just trying to know how I got his name Drip, just cause he did the CB. Just cause he did got a corporate. Alright, so a lot of people don't know. I had I used to wear red a lot. Like I used to wear red and shit. So niggas be like, they be like, man, you ain't no blood, nigga. You a drip. <laughs> I get it. You ain't no blood, you a drip. So I said, I took it. Then I felt it. Then every time I come, every time I start coming outside on block, man, nigga a drip, nigga a drip, nigga a drip right there. So I'm like, shit, oh, we got the real regular boy. I can style it up. Then I start wearing design. They were like, yeah, he drip for real. That's his name. Get that boy a chain. Yeah. Somebody told you, right? Yeah. Consciousness makes that it, it, it trains, it wakes you up, and when you get enlightened, that's when you start making changes. Mm -hmm. So this is a process. You know, man. And if you got any questions, you got people that's here that yo, we gonna walk you through. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, you got multiple spectrums here. You got people that. You know, I've been to prison, I've been to the feds, I did a lot of shit, and I've been to nothing. I ain't never been to prison, I ain't never been to the feds, but I did a lot of shit. <laughs> but nah, it's a, it's a blessing to be alive, You got everything you need. You got, you got, don't, you, 
got every you got every avenue you need. So now you're conscious. So now the next step, not tomorrow, maybe not next week, but you'll start getting enlightened. You will start like, yeah, them niggas was on some other shit. That that truth, it, it hurt. It, it made you like I was. This, that truth is serious, bro. And this truth is like a shock. It's either gonna wake you the fuck up or kill you. Straight up. It's gonna wake you up or kill you. So now you woke. So now you know better. It's time to get the paper. The right way. Fuck all that other shit. I'm not gonna make a white man more mad than saying that. No, hey, Jay, when you was talking earlier, I wanted to say that, bro. This is how I flex. I win. I was in the State Department right for five years. The only nigga. And it felt so good because it's like, dog. I used to go back around my way and tell these niggas, like, hey, look, man, y'all niggas, I was trying to get them niggas jobs, but niggas was feeling piss tests and shit. But <laughs> I just wanted everybody from around my way to experience that in the corporate world, like, yes. bruh, just to be the only nigga. That's yeah, like, I mad. So I used, to, I used to do audits. I used to go all around the country do audits. One of my first contracts I got. And I, like, my, my whole name is Sean Mincy. That shit sound white. That's a fact. Ever. That's a fact. Shit sound white as ever. Nah, that, 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 like, if I looked at you, like, you told me that was your name. But if I called you on the yeah. phone, I don't yeah. look nothing, I don't sound yeah. nothing oh, yeah. like this. Give us your, give us your white guy. No, if I called you, <laughs> if I called you on the phone, I would call, you know, Rob, I call and say hello. Yeah. You know, my name is so so, I'm supposed to be coming out and setting up to do this interview. I need to set up an audit, and I, I hit you with all the jargon. Yeah. You might see Chicken my name nugget. and think, like, hey, this nigga got this shit together. That's what we got this shit together. And so I remember, I remember the first time it happened, like, I was in, um, I was in Central Pocatello. Uh, no, I was in uh, Wenatchee, Central Washington. Nothing but white people. Like I said, like I walk in and I'm at the front desk and I said, "Oh, Mr. Mincy, blah blah." And the lady goes back to get the lady and the lady walks out. I stick my hand out. Hey, nah. This this is this, this her exact this her exact reaction was. Hey, bro, that shit felt so good when you walk in. They they neck jerk you like, oh shit. This nigga black. He's oh yeah. They gotta deal with you different. Yeah, you know, exactly. Worst, and then yo. you go and then and then the thing about this like I ain't just a black nigga that's coming in to like change life up like hey I need to see all your I need to see all your financial records. Yeah. I need to see every bit. Bring them all out. Yeah, he knows this. Bring them all out. Too, hey. Damn it. This nigga got a boy. What did you say? And I used to do petty shit like hey where this receipt for seven eleven for like seven dollars. And they looking like, you want us to get that, but you're Absolutely. not asking for the $25,000 receipt? Yeah, no, nah, I want to see this little shit y'all bought. I know, y'all got paperwork and y'all got documents to tell me why y'all spent twenty-five grand. Why you spent the $7, man? Mm. I used to pay Condos, that. bro, that was on a road trip. That was yeah. A, a, a yeah. Retreat. Yo, I just need that for them, bro. <laughs> and you know what? What's important, though, is that you do learn. When you can beat them up mentally. Oh, yeah. They not resilient. They not ready. No. You already got this. You already got this. Just, just coming anyway. Mm. But when you can beat them, mm, when you can beat them shop, and you mm. can just and you can talk that talk, Scout and they like, man. yeah, can't do nothing. Oh, especially when you start talking their language, oh, and then man. you start over talking their language, Pun punishment. And you more like, punish and they looking like, damn, I didn't even know that. Punish them. Yeah, punish them. Anyway, though, starving like one after this, I'm not giving them food. You know, you gotta go feed the pups, man. Y'all heard it now, man. Hey, real talk. Thank y'all for coming out to another episode. Oh, man, time. We got my boy Drip. Big Drip. Yeah. And CB. Cornbread. Hey, we'll see y'all next week, man. Yeah. Hey, RIP 
these my nigga Kobe. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Twenty four. Damn, Kobe. Dropping sixty. That's two thirty. Uh, like rest in peace, Big Al. Rest in peace, White Mike, man. Love y'all. Love us for life. Yeah. yeah.